Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. We got some new changes going on from our side on the video. But if you're listening on the audio, we're keeping it moving. It is the Jets Super Bowl time where we haven't made the playoffs in over a decade, but we are in the headlines. We are, yeah. we are honestly, at this point, I, I can't find a single program uh, that has anything to do with the NFL that's not talking about the New York Jets, which is absolutely crazy because, again, we have not made the playoffs this year. But again, as always, my name is John Malika, joined by my co-host, The Rock, The Foundation himself, Mr. Greg Albert. What's up, Greg? What's up, man? Like you said, it's kind of wild that we haven't been in the playoffs in a decade, and yet we're still here. We're still rocking. It's AFC Championship, it's NFC Championship, and it's the New York Jets offseason. That's what's going <laughs> on in the NFL if you're watching the NFL programs all around the world. And we got stuff to talk about, man. It's crazy. We got a lot of changes. We've been making some things different on the video, so definitely check us out. Nick's Jets ETC on YouTube. Let us know what you think for the video. Like and subscribe. And then, of course, like you said, audio, podcast, staying exactly the same. We're the key. Yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have a little bit of a rundown here today. Yeah, uh, we're, we're gonna have uh, some audio going on, so we're gonna switch it up. Definitely uh, check us out on the YouTube. Uh, if it's on audio, uh, everything should be uh, exactly the same. Without further ado, Greg, you want to get into it. it? Absolutely. Like you said, we got a little rundown here, some topics to talk about. I like this. All right, let's go. We're gonna start off here with. Sauce and Q will, man. At, at this point, I can't even count how many awards Sauce Gardner is getting. Uh, we know that they both got the All-Pro, which is probably the only award that matters outside of the, the stationary ones, the MVP, the Defensive Player of the Year, the Offensive Player of the Year, the Rookie of the Year. I mean, the All-Pro is what everyone really cares about. Here we are, man. Do we have the new Shaq and Kobe, Greg? <laughs> Sauce certainly thinks so. Like, we got the tweet up here. Um, I, I, I really do feel like it. I mean, Q will, I'm assuming we've had a lot of offseason discussion so far about the Jets. I really haven't heard Q will's name been brought up a ton. I assume that a deal is going to be done. I assume it's going to be a large deal. We're going to have him for the next few years. And something that we talked about in the preseason going into the season about how Q Will needs to have a big year. He was a top five pick. He was an incredible prospect out of Alabama. I was saying that I felt like his seasons were a little lackluster, and this season did not disappoint. He was unbelievable. Contract year, baby. Contract year. Dude, he single-handedly, him and Brees Hall single-handedly won us the game in Green Bay. Oh, and there was, was a few game. other games. There was just a few other games where I feel like he impacted the game an absolute major way. So he needs to get paid. Luckily, we got Sauce on a rookie deal for I don't know how long, but he's going to get <laughs> he's paid. Gonna, he's going to hold out soon, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, dude, I don't know, man. I was watching the Twitch streams. He's doing stuff like that. He's just he's a funny cat, man. He He's all-time. Like, if he just keeps on doing his thing, we have a generational talent for the next however many years. So... It feels like it. It feels like Shaq and Kobe. It really does in a way. These two, you know, just absolutely well, dominate their positions. 
And we have so is Sauce Gardner going to get the defensive rookie of the year? I hope so. Shout out winning picks weekly. Go check us out over there. I got Sauce. I got uh, on defense. I had Sauce and Jermaine Johnson. I had on offense Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. I'm hoping to win both Garrett Wilson and and uh, Sauce. One of those, if one of those hit, that covers my other bets because I had a little Kenny Pickett, a little Alec <laughs> Pierce in the preseason. I was thinking he might have a big year in, in the, with the Colts if they were uh, good. That didn't pan out. So if one of those hit, I'm even. If the other one hits, I'm up a couple hundred bucks. So, dude, I really, I think Garrett Wilson has a shot. I think it's more of an uphill battle for him because um, there were some good offensive players this year. There were some Brock good Purdy. rookie defensive players. Yeah, Purdy, Purdy kind of snuck in Lee, and that to me is a little iffy because it's supposed to be a regular season award. But he lost award. the game, Greg. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And he, but he played five games. Granted, he was stellar in all five of those games, but he played five games. Um, I think uh, Kenneth Walker. Yeah, yeah, he gives me a little bit of concern, but Dude, Garrett Wilson's looked incredible. Sauce Gardner's looked incredible. Q Will's looked incredible. What do you think about these two guys? Like, if if you had to compare them to two people, is it Shaq and Kobe? Is it some other dynamic duo that you've been thinking about? Is it Batman and Robin? What do we got here in Sauce and Gar- Sauce Gardner and uh, Q Will? I, I I haven't I haven't thought about it too much. Uh, I like that there's a lot of camaraderie here and. We'll get into it later. It, it, it's being recognized not only with awards around the league, but just with personnel around the league. They they recognize that in all three phases of the game, all three phases of the defense, let me rephrase. Yeah. We have dogs. Like there's Q Will, top in the league. He's inarguably a top the top three defensive tackle. Like we have Chris Jones, we have Aaron Donald, and then you have to say Quinter Williams. Like there's nobody else. So he's, yep. at, he's at least the top three at worst. You have C.J. Mosley, who is an all-pro. It doesn't matter. He's running the defense. No matter how you feel about him, he, ha- he has nobody next to him for, for the last five years. He's, he, he's running the middle with virtually practice squad guys <laughs> with J.R. Smith's brother, I like to call <laughs> Chris yeah. Williams. He's, he's rocking the Chris Smith contract. He's waiting for that. And then on the back end, not only do we have Reed as a veteran, we have Sauce for for a while. I mean, there there's a lot to be said about this team. I think it's being noticed. Shaq and Kobe's cool. I think uh, it's perfect that they're getting paid at different times. Which oh, it's incredible for for the, the franchise, issue. That was the issue with Shaq and Kobe, dude. That was the issue with yeah. Shaq and Kobe. So I, I hope I hope that's I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope there's no contract situation. If they get co MVP, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'll take that all day. But other than that, that that's the fun stuff, man. That that that's the that like that's the only fun stuff we got going on. There's a lot of hope. There's hopium everywhere. But with the good news comes, I, I guess the only bad news, the scapegoat of the offseason. We got the OC search, man. That the the everlasting offensive coordinator search here. And last I checked, there were 20 names mentioned by Zach Rosenblatt. Yeah. I mean, we're interviewing from the athletic. It seems like I mean, that list grows every day, too. We are interviewing everybody. We're, we're asking for everybody. We're interviewing everyone. We're waiting until head coach gigs get taken so then we could kind of see who falls out. Number one guy there is Frank Reich. He, he was a quarterback for the Jets, so there's a familiarity there. We know he could run an offense, especially if he's offensive coordinator. If he doesn't get a head coaching gig, 
I'm sure they'll catch that interview, and I'm sure they kind of want to wait for that. It doesn't seem yeah. like they're in any rush, which is the cool part. There's a couple of coordinators. I was, I was like looking, I had to like look people up on the Eagles. Who, who is this guy? Who is this QB passing coordinator guy that we're trying to interview? We got uh, Joe Brady. We're trying. We're looking at everyone, man. The one thing I want to point out is, and I've been saying this everywhere, my group chats, everywhere, everyone that's messaging me about this OC, because this has been going on since, of course, LaFleur got fired as a scapegoat. Then he started talking trash to the media about Zach Wilson. Like we all, and then here we are. It's a tough spot, yep, man. It's a, it's a tough spot to be. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. And seemingly, if you don't get it together in one year, you're going to get fired. <laughs> like they're not going to, oh, you're not going to outlast the head coach if they don't make the playoffs again. You know what I mean? So it's a tough, it's a tough spot. Uh, I, I just want to say one thing. Head coaches are not coordinators. Coordinators are not head coaches. When you speak about the merits of an offensive coordinator, talk about how he was as an offensive coordinator and vice versa because the number one – and honestly, this is like a, kind of a punch to the gut for me personally because it makes no sense. Like Dan Quinn, okay? Dan Quinn, when he left Atlanta, he <laughs> yep. when he, he – when he left uh, Seattle, he was the number one guy, man, to go to Atlanta. Everybody wanted him. I wanted him for the Jets. We all wanted him. Went to Atlanta. He stunk. They, nobody even wanted to look at Dan Quinn. He goes to the Cowboys, and now everybody – he he has a staff ready. I don't even know where he's going yet. He's, he had a staff ready, dude, before. Like, I, I don't know what's going – so, obviously, sometimes you can be a good coordinator, and that applies to a couple of people here, right? Mainly, Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. We have Matt Nagy on the screen here. And again, there's a ton of guys that are going down the list. But for me, I'm just going to start off here, Greg. I'm going to throw right at you. And that's Nathaniel Hackett because that's the most disgusting guy to you because he was on the Broncos, which was the worst offense. And he did terribly with, with Russell Wilson. They looked awful. And he got fired halfway through his first year. And it looked like he didn't know what he was doing. And he made terrible coaching mistakes. And then there's the nepotism part. And we'll get to it, right? We have a whole segment here called Aaron Rodgers coming up here. There's like the 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 whole yeah, he was the he was on the staff, but he wasn't calling the plays. He was only the red zone guy. Yep. So maybe he takes a double demotion in my eye, right? From just like so he can become like a, a senior assistant and he doesn't have to call the plays. We can get somebody else to call the plays, and he'll just be that guy. Again, that's depending on if Aaron Rodgers is there. Or if not, like he could just be the red zone guy regardless. Yeah, the anyway, passing game coordinator. There's so many positions now on these NFL staffs. It's insane. So, yeah, like that's – that. Like, I don't really have much. This, we have Greg Roman up right now. We got – everybody is a candidate, right? We have Olsen who can maybe come in with Carr. There's so many yep. names. Is anyone out here that kind of sticks out to you? No, I don't think so. I think to your point, like we're getting in the weird territory of like we're going to interview everyone we can. It's the second interviews that really narrow it down. So if you're not familiar with like the free agency and kind of how the offseason works for these coordinators and coaches, they bring a lot of people in. They don't always ask a lot of people back for a second interview. And that's usually most people bring in someone for a second interview before they hire someone, um, especially at this level. 
of coordinator. You know, you're running the offense for the whole franchise. So um, I'm interested to see who we bring in. I'm also interested to see really who we bring in for a second interview. And I think that would be a lot more telling. Uh, to, yeah. We talked about it last week, and I really do agree. This needs to be tied hand in hand with the quarterback. So to. if we're getting Rodgers, then bring in Nathaniel Hackett. If we're getting Lamar, bring in Greg Roman. No way. I think I think I think Lamar Jackson has nothing to do with Greg Roman. <laughs> I don't know. Or that's a conversation they have to have. To me, it's the quarterback has to lead that conversation, which is kind of tough because I don't really like that. Like I like coaches to be coaches and players to be players. But if you're gonna spend what you're gonna spend on Lamar Jackson, I want Lamar Jackson to have someone he's comfortable with. Like if he's hated his life in Baltimore with Greg Roman, I don't want him to sign for two hundred fifty million dollars and all of a sudden show up and be like. Why did you guys sign this guy? Why did you bring yeah, him well, in? I hate his guts. Yeah. So. And the problem is all those things are happening on different timelines. They all don't come together. There's going to be some back backwards tampering here. Uh, yep. It has to happen. And last Tamper, note I'll make. away. <laughs> the last note I'll make about Nathaniel Hackett. His dad, Paul Hackett, was the OC here from 2001 to 2004 with Herm Edwards. That was the last time we won a home playoff game, Greg. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Oof. We are uh, some nostalgia here uh in our offseason. Some familiar faces. I would love I would love to see familiar uh, if somebody is coming in with a guy that they know, great. We'll see how it plays out. But with, I mean, we can't we can't hide from any longer. It's 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 the man the myth the legend. It's it's why we're all here, Greg. It's we, number twelve. We're here to put on the cheese head. Let's go. We're here. We're here for Aaron Rodgers and Jets jerseys. We're here for number twelve. And the rumors have started. I've been screaming it. You've been calling me a crazy person for months about this about Aaron Rodgers yep. to the Jets. Something has to give in Green Bay. Forget everything. Let's just let's just start with Green Bay. They have Jordan Love on the last year of his contract. He came out and said earlier, I'm going to request a trade if I'm not starting next year. It's his last year of his whole contract. He has to play at some point. Yeah. So Green Bay has to make a decision. Is it going to be Aaron Rodgers? Is it going to be Jordan Love? It seems like from how the media has been treating everything the last week, where it's leak after leak through the agent side, we... We're honestly so lucky to have such access to Aaron Rodgers because of Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays on the Pat McAfee show, which we'll get to later. We'll show a clip from that. And he's yep. so candid. So we know where the news is coming from. It's Schefter. It's the agents. It's Green Bay. Andrew Brandt coming out talking about it. And, you know, a former executive who is still close with them. They're going to trade Aaron Rodgers. It just depends if Aaron Rodgers wants to play or not. So he kind of has this de facto no trade clause. We'll get to the money in a little bit here too. Greg, is Aaron Rodgers really a possibility to go to the New York Jets? I'm sitting here. I got my Lambo shirt on. I got my I got my cheese head on from when we conquered them. We got we got the we got the score the score right here in the cheese head right here. Yep. Twenty seven. I love that. What do you think, man? Is it really? Is Dude, it actually I, possible, or am I am I just am I just playing dress up right now? 
I don't know, and it feels weird. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Jets fan. Obviously, we do the show now for a few years. Love the Jets. My first team was the Green Bay Packers. I have so much Green Bay Packers like memorabilia and stuff. It's like insane, along with Jet stuff. So the fact that we had Brett Favre and we had that connection, I thought was a once in a lifetime opportunity. The fact that we're here, however many years later, talking exactly about it again. Years later, bro. Dude, it just feels weird. It feels weird this time. And like a few months ago, I agree. I thought it was a long shot. I thought there was no way he would leave. I thought there was no way. And he said it. And like what's weird is like when you look at all, you know, like we're we're gambling guys. When you look at like stats and trends, you could read a stat and trend and like convince me one way or the other, depending on which stat and trend you you give me kind of a thing. So what, I, what I'm trying to say here with that is like when you look at the stuff that like Schefter has been saying and Rodgers has been saying and other people have been saying, to me it's like you can either take it as all the signs point that he's going to go to the Jets or that there's no way he's going anywhere because there's not a lot of options of where he can go. I mean, when so, Schefter came out and said he's not going to the NFC, then when you take out the NFC and you start looking at teams in the AFC that actually need a quarterback that have the room to sign him, I think it boiled down to the Raiders and the Jets. So it's not it's not a, it's not necessarily room to sign him. So we'll get to the salary cap in a second here. Yeah. Uh Jason from overthecap.com wrote a really nice article on it. Uh we clipped a little uh, little graph. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Yep. You talked about Schefter. He said it has to be a team that in the NFC out of the NFC, which is exactly the same parameters as Brett Favre. Also, they're the same exact age. Yep. Sec- secondly, and most importantly, who's gonna? Tr- Peter King came out here and said Green Bay wants two first round picks. Who well, I want on four. earth? Who on earth do you think told Peter King that Green Bay wants two first round picks? I- I- I'll give you one guess. <laughs> it was Green Bay. Yeah, like, like it's obvious. Yeah, and of course that means one thing is for sure, Greg. They are not getting two first round picks. Yep. Like that's we talk about all the Knicks. That's why I love that we do the Knicks, Jets, etc., dude. I love it because we've talked about the Knicks and Danny Ainge posturing and and doing trying to do trades through the media. This is the same exact thing. You're you're negotiating through the media now. Because that's how you're trying to get deals done before tampering, after tampering, the league year, whatever the rules are. You're trying to float stuff out there through your sources, whether it's Peter King, whether it's Schefter, whatever it might be. And we're seeing it happen in real time. It's awesome to see. So on Aaron Rodgers' comments, he was on Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show talking a lot about how he wants his relationship with Green Bay to be positive. Right? Yep. He was kind of talking ending, but in a positive way. And I think he saw the aftermath of Brett Favre, and he wants nothing to do with that. He doesn't want to be, he doesn't want animosity. He doesn't want to go to the Vikings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He doesn't want to, to fight with the team. He wants to go out on a, on a good note. He noted that he he's a minority owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. He is dating the owner of the Milwaukee, but majority owner's daughter, who yep. happens to live in New York. Fun fact. And he wants his ties to Milwaukee to always be there. He was talking like, I'm not going anywhere. Even if I go somewhere else, I'm not going anywhere. And he also said 
that he has to be on a championship contending team. So as you mentioned, that kind of leaves, what, five, six teams to be ultra, ultra liberal about it. That's what I'm saying. That that's where like you can say something like they have to be on a contender. They're not. They're not a rebuilding team. He doesn't want to go to a rebuild. So, so people are like, them. all right, well that rules out Houston. It's like okay, but let's does name, that rule let's out name the choices? We have te- we have Houston Texans. Yep. We have the Vegas Raiders. We have the Tennessee yep. Titans. We got the New York Jets. We got the Miami Dolphins. Who else am I missing? I don't know where the other teams that weren't on the list because of like consideration could go to the Patriots. So uh, well, Patriots, we'll throw in the Patriots in there too. Doesn't seem like a thing the Patriots would do, but especially because they just signed, they just signed uh, O'Brien, O'Brien, yeah, who was with Mac Jones. Oh yeah, sounds good. Good luck over there. Let's talk about salary cap. I I I don't think it's going to be an issue here. Talk about tea leaves, man. Woody Johnson came out. He said, I'm willing to spend on a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is due $60 million cash if he wants to sign this year. Not on the books, though. On the books, he's only $15 million on the salary cap this year. That's nothing. That's Corey Davis. Corey Davis is 10 and a half. It's like, crazy. It's it, Carl Lawson, it's Corey Davis, the CJ Mosley. It's a lot of guys. That... CJ Mosley. Okay, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> CJ Mosley is going to get restructured. We'll save a couple yeah. million there. Yeah. I also think Carl Lawson is going to get cut and resign here the Bill Belichick way, where, where yeah. all his linebackers do it. Barrios, yes. Corey Davis, yes. I think we're going to get some money from restructuring in other spots too, like Tomlinson, maybe. We'll see what happens with Whitehead. Yeah, that's, that's, a surprising, deal, that's a surprising name to me. People have been thrown out about cutting. Whitehead, you you save like you save like ten million. We just we just got the guy. Yeah, did but we just the, did we just get him and get a four four year deal for him? No, I mean, even as Aaron Rodgers mentioned, the contracts are fake. He yeah. talked about how he might have to restructure his contract. You just add e- fake years to the end so you could put bonuses because their bonuses are capped. So you just need more years. So it's just it's fake. And <laughs> they just give yeah. they give upfront money. Yeah. So the money here, if you're looking at the chart here, only 15 million. And then the next year is going to be 32 million on the cap. And Woody Johnson's willing to spend. Which brings us to the full quarterback carousel. It's not only Aaron Rodgers here. There's there's more quarterbacks here. And honestly, man, we're looking we're looking at a graph here of Mike White, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, and Zach Wilson. One of these guys will be. The court or and Aaron Rodgers, of course, will be the quarterback of the New York Jets next year. Is that is that is that true or false? I definitely think so. Am I being am I being a little facetious here, throwing in Sam Darnold right in the middle? <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I don't think it will be Sam. Um, 
yeah, I mean, there's a couple other names that get thrown out there from time to time, but I really, I'm hoping it's one of the guys on the screen. Some of the let's guys start, on the screen, I should say. Let's start with Zach. You think he's going to stay on okay. the squad regardless of anything that yes. happens? Yes. Okay. So he's going to be our number three. Can we just pencil him in there? Sure. Jimmy Garoppolo, broken foot. <laughs> Eight weeks ago, getting x-rays, he's not available. How much are you signing Jimmy Garoppolo for, Greg? It depends. It depends if he can play week one. I don't know. I don't know if he can. And even Say if he can. can play week one. Say he can. He, he, he can't can can finish the season. One. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. $10 million. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not signing him. He's going to want, he's going to want 30. I know he's going to want 30, but I'm not, I'm not paying it. I mean, dude, he's hurt every year. He can't learn the, th he can't learn the playbook this season. He can't learn the offensive season because he can't walk on his freaking foot during the off season. So he's, gonna right. learn it. he's gonna learn it all before week one. No thanks. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Derek Carr. I, still I like think Derek Carr. Get cut. I still that's my conspiracy theory. He's gonna get cut. He's gonna take set, he's gonna take six million dollars cash, tax free from Vegas, and not cripple his next team. I agree hundred percent. Why would he why would he want to get traded to a team that has to give up picks for him? When he's going to a team to win. So I agree. I think he's going to get cut. He's got the no trade clause. So, um, yeah, I'll pay him what, like whatever, like a top 15 quarterback gets paid 30 million a year. Sure. I think, I think if you get Derek Carr, we're definitely a playoff team. And I think we have a shot at making a run. If you look at, if you look at the NFL, dude, then this, the last four teams that are left, Quarterbacking is definitely important, but Mahomes played without a foot and Brock Purdy's on one of the other teams. You need a quarterback for sure, but you need a whole team around him. You need a defense. You need someone that can run the football and you need a coaching staff to get these guys right. Like the Buffalo Bills were just not, they were out coached. They were, they were not ready to go. The Bengals were ready to go. They jumped on a 14, nothing and you're just playing catch up all game. So I think Derek Carr can legit give us a shot to make a run in the playoffs if he stays healthy, which I think he has for most of his career. He's also another one of those quarterbacks, too. The stats get thrown out again. He's never had, what, a top 20 defense in his career. Every single season, his whole entire career, it's been a 20th-ranked defense or lower. That's insane. How about, okay. How, you want to hear, hear something insane? That's insane. You want to hear something insane? Sure. Derek Carr and games 36 degrees or lower is 0-7. Yeah. Never scored more than 17 points. In 40 degrees or lower, he's 2-9 with 30, 13 interceptions, 13 interceptions, and 59% completions. He's yeah, he, I'm thirty million. That's more than that's more than that's double Aaron Rodgers on the cap. Yeah, well, obviously Rodgers is the best one the best option here but still i don't believe in the whole cold stat things he's played seven games in his whole entire career i don't think that i think that he'll get used to it i think that he'll figure it out teams talk about it all the time man it takes time to get used to playing in the cold they talk about putting vaseline on their on their cleats so the grass doesn't stick there's little things that you do that my, i can't have that with my with my top 10 paid quarterback man i just can't i can't handle it what have a he, it's going to take time to get used to the cold games 
if that, maybe there's bad games. Everyone keeps bringing up the stat. I have no idea what <laughs> games those were. If you look at those it's games, cold. It's like, I'll tell you that much. They were cold, but who was playing in the game? Who were they against, John? Was he going know, up against cold. like top five teams? <laughs> like, okay. Like, yeah, he was going up against the Chiefs when they were in their prime. He was going up against the Patriots when they were in their prime. Like, I have no idea when these games were. Derek Carr's been in the league a long time. It's like, yeah, he went up to New England in December and lost to Tom Brady. That happens. That happens to a lot of teams in a lot of places. I don't know what these seven games are that people keep talking about. I do see that narrative all over the internet. It drives me crazy. It's seven freaking games. All right. Let's jump to Mike White, who, honestly, whether or not we get Aaron Rodgers, I would love to sign Mike White as our number two for five to five to seven million. I just don't know if he's going to take it. I don't want him to be the starter, though. If he's going to be annoying and demand the, to be the starter, I don't want it. Yeah, I think if you bring anyone in, they're automatically the starter. Like, there's not a QB competition in the spring um, or the fall or whatever leading up to the season. If you bring in Derek Carr, Lamar, or anyone else, whoever you bring in is obviously going to be the starting quarterback. I like Mike White. I I don't know if he's going to take anything under $10 million because I think there's going to be other teams around the league that look at him and say, hey, for $15 million, $20 million, we can get a guy that can win us some games and get it going. Um, you know, you talk about some of the teams that we've talked about already. If Derek Carr does move on from Las Vegas, Las Vegas could be a possibility. You talk about Tennessee. If Ryan Tannehill is not an option for them moving forward, there's a lot of teams that are in this weird, we can compete, but we don't have an all, you know, an all-star guy. We can't afford an all-star guy, but Mike White gets the job done. I would love to keep him around, but I don't think he's going to accept like $5 million in the backup role position again. Yeah, if I were him, I would honestly go to Vegas. Him and yeah. Stidham and, and McDaniels indoors, I would take that. Bro. I, wouldn't play, I wouldn't play in Buffalo anymore if I were him. I went to Buffalo. I broke my ribs. Like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Let me just go to... Yeah, uh, like, if Ta- like if Tom Brady moves on from Tampa Bay, like you don't think Tampa Bay is going to pay him $20 million instead of, you know... Trash. Oh, actually, yeah, that'd be a nice spot for him too, Tampa. I could see him there. Yeah, there's a lot of spots. I mean, Mike White's a great quarterback for what you get with Mike White for what you pay for. He's a great value quarterback. He's not going to lead you in this deep playoff run that everyone was hoping for this year. I think he could be the new Fitz Magic. I really do. Yeah, I think Stay he tough. could be that. Yeah, I don't think he's there now, but I think he, he won a couple games. That. You know, if he's healthy, you know what I mean, and then and then get hurt at the end and and fall through, like he and then just keep getting paid because you saw the spark. Yeah, I just have a tough time with him with the whole after his first two games, his stats go down tremendously thing. That worries me a little bit if I'm a franchise paying up money for him. Yeah, so really, that just leaves big trust, man. Lamar Jackson, where it's more than the money we have to pay for a car if he gets cut and maybe like a midday pick, right? At worst, if we have, if he's not going to get cut and we trade for him, Lamar is going to want is depending on which franchise tech he gets. If he gets a non-exclusive or the, or the exclusive depends on whether it's exactly two first round picks and the right to, or the right to match. And you always get the right to match, but if you match it, yeah. if you don't, you get two first round picks or the other one where you use franchise and then trade him, negotiate on your own for anything. 
which could end up being three first round picks or more, which we've seen happen for big time quarterbacks. And Baltimore does not play. We think we're all slick with, with Joe Douglas. The front office in Baltimore does not play. They made Joe Douglas. They win every trade. <laughs> so yeah, we talk, I talked about Danny Ainge earlier. Baltimore definitely gives me Danny Ainge vibes for sure. Dude, they are yeah, they're they're beasts over there. So I think Lamar Jackson is a pipe dream. I think he's gonna stay in Baltimore. If it's two first round picks, I'll take it. If it's two first round picks and two hundred million, whatever, I'll, I'll I'll take it. It's fine, no problem. But if it's more than if it's if it's the different tag, we have to we have to pay the whole mortgage. He's gonna be bad on this team. He needs a squad. We but don't speak, have a squad. Speaking of squad, Greg, we gotta we end have on a, a squad? high note here. We gotta end on a high note here. Put him back the cheese head. Put him back. Bring it back. Cheese head's coming back on. Because the number one option is number twelve. Aaron Rodgers. And number twelve. Well, speaking of number twelve, if you haven't heard, Joe Namath went on the radio. And unsolicited <laughs> said, like the, the phone call was over. The interview was over. And yeah. poor Joe Namath, who just wants to see the Jets do something, make the playoffs <laughs> like before he goes. I'm with you. Offered there, up his way, number Joe. 12 to Aaron Rodgers. It would be an honor for Joe Namath if Aaron Rodgers wore Jets green. And we better change the jersey. We be- I, I don't care. Yo, Woody Johnson, if you have to buy out every single jersey in every single store, Change a jersey. You cannot have Aaron Rodgers walking around like that with that stripe on his chest. That black but, one kind of looked tough, though. That that Photoshop that we had earlier—that's <laughs> a tough jersey. The all black Aaron Rodgers—that's tough. <laughs> Bottom right. I like there. that. Yeah, that is good. But you know, they asked on the Pat McAfee show, yep, what he thought about the weapons on the Jets because. Again, he's here to win. He's only going to play if he wins. And we all know it's the same old Jets. I mean, Pat McAfee himself has been screaming now for two days. Why would you go to the Jets? Why would you go to the Jets? And I mean, I kind of see where he's coming from. 100%, dude. We haven't been in the playoffs since college. Oh, that's such a wild stat. <laughs> yeah. That actually said is, is Mark Sanchez the best quarterback we've had in our lifetime? Embrace the beat. Oh my God! All right, let's see. Let's see what Aaron Rodgers has to, has to say about the current Jets roster. Who, thank God, we won in Lambeau this year. Oh, my, I can't imagine how. At that moment, I could not imagine how important that game was, Greg. Yeah. And now, yeah. not only important for me, but it was important for the Aaron Rodgers to see the growth of the New York Jets in front of his eyes. Because last time, it wasn't so great. And here he is talking about it. Yeah, because what it was that, and it was uh, the the joint practice we did too. So, like you said, he's been able to see the growth over the last few years. It's been incredible well, to watch. Do you, have a, uh, do you have a relationship with Zach Wilson? There was was it Rappaport who said you texted him mm-hmm. when he was like. In the facility during the offseason on a Friday morning, you said, what are you doing? Get the hell out of there, man. Get some, right. Spend some time away from the facility. Are you guys tight? Well, it wasn't a Friday morning. It was a Friday night, and he was there late. And I said, what are you doing? 
I said, get out of the facility. I said, get out of there, clear your head, be a kid, go to dinner, you know, relax a little bit. Um, so I met him uh, before the draft, and then they came and uh, practiced against us uh, in the preseason. Had You know, some of those uh, inter-squad uh, practices where they come in a couple days early. And uh, I think he's super talented. Uh, I think, you know, I think a little uh, humility is good for all of us at various times in our careers. And I think the first year they literally had no players. Um, they came to practice against us, and I was like, defense can play, and the offense needs some more players. That's tough. I think you said that to us, actually. Yeah. yeah, a couple years, yeah. probably. That's what you said, a couple yeah. years. And then, and then they added, you know, they added a young receiver, right, from uh, Ohio Garrett, State, is it? Garrett Wilson. Garrett, Garrett yeah, he's And got a tight end from the Bengals, I believe. Uzama. Uzama. And a young Brees Hall. Hall getting healthy again. They picked a running back, right? It was pretty damn good last year. Awesome. So, you know his name, Aaron. So it's just, for him, it's just going to be, you know, humility, leaning lean into that, and then just consistently, you know, working on the fundamentals. I think, I think he, he's so talented, but but the best, the best in the business can make all the plays outside the pocket, can move around, but fundamentally inside the pocket, like, you know, especially the two guys on the FC side, you got guys who can really uh, play in the pocket, and then also you guys extend and make plays outside the pocket. But inside the pocket, that's where you beat teams. Outside the pocket is where you kind of uh, embarrass teams, and, and you know maybe Pat's Pat's department, and, and also uh, you know Joe had some big first down runs he had, and and uh, extended plays. You know, the touchdown to Chase uh, looked like a total blown coverage on the play, but he you know looked right, looked right, stepped up, moved to the left, threw a nice little ball over the top and, and that's what you got to do but you got to first win inside the pocket so um, I hope that uh, you know that uh, whoever they decide to, to go with uh, at coordinator can you come know in we're and, going uh, with Aaron. and work with him and, and uh, kind of break down a lot of the fundamentals uh, for him and, and uh, get him playing on time because I think he's talented enough to have a long career in the league. Hell yeah a lot of moxie hell oh, yeah a lot of mo hell yeah Aaron I agree son I Hell agree. Yeah, Moxie, baby. Dude, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Tulsa and him just like, um, like you said, kind of unprovoked talk about the Jets. That was wild. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a a, a really uh, a really nice interview. Yeah, for the Jets. I mean, listen, dude. Like the best. It, uh, the question was just about him texting Zach Wilson. Do you have a relationship? Could have been like, yeah, we do. We talk a little bit. Went on for two minutes about the Jets. All the if you if you have some time to go listen to that show right now, all the whole hour they were sprinkling questions about the New York Jets. He mentioned them a couple yeah. of times. He knows Nathaniel Hackett will be there. He mentioned that he's okay to restructure his contract. Woody Johnson said he'll pay. Let's talk about the last part of this, Greg, <clears throat> and that's the draft compensation. Okay. There's been a lot of talk. We had the Peter King with the two first-rounders, and I'm finally starting to hear people come a little bit down to where I'm at. Most specifically, I heard Connor Rogers talking about it on the Badlands with uh, okay. Joe Caparoso. I heard it on Great their podcast. Patreon. Shout out yep. to them. TLJ, Willie Parkinson. They they 
what what is the difference, Greg? They didn't say this, but what is the difference? Because I, 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 I'm a crazy person, right? What is the difference between yes. Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers when they got traded? What, from the Green Bay perspective, from value perspective, what is the difference? I don't know. I feel like it's very, very similar. So then why on earth are we talking two first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers and a conditional fourth for Brett Favre? The only difference, the only tiny difference is he was vengeful and said, I want to go to Minnesota. So they had to kind of keep him away from Minnesota. But they could have just kept him, like let him rot on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I really don't know. Maybe maybe towards the end of Brett Favre's career, he just him and the organization really didn't get along. Doesn't seem like Aaron Rodgers and the organization really get along. But maybe Brett Favre didn't really care about his legacy and how they felt about him in the long run. So he just kind of said, "Screw it, send me to the Vikings," and it kind of tanked his value. Maybe that's it. I I'm not sure. Rodgers seems to be a little bit more diplomatic as he usually is. Um. But, dude, I mean, I can't so, if this happens. Okay, so what I'm surmising is, and uh, we give this we gave the shout out to Badlands, and it's kind of Roger said it as well. I think it's gonna be more like a day two or three pick. Like it could be, it could be. We have the seventy fourth pick, which is the thirteenth pick in the third round. Yeah, that that I feel like is where we're going to start here. And then if I'm Green Bay. OK, no, forget if I'm the Jets. I'm saying for every year that Aaron Rodgers plays, I would want to get percentages on snaps. So maybe if he gets injured, kind of save myself. But if Green Bay won't buy sure. that and they say if he's just on the roster, if he gets his roster bonus, if you have to pay him, then you're going to give us a first round pick. I'll take that. Or if it's a second-round pick, even better, obviously. But if we have a conditional first and a third, that's more than enough. We're saving – like, we're going to be saving Green Bay so much money. And it also, there's rumors that they wanted Corey Davis at the deadline. Take Corey Davis, bro. Take him. Yeah. Enjoy. Is that going to be here yeah. anyway? So if I mean, the, the wide receiver market kind of dry, we'll help you out. And at the end of the day, man, at the end of the day, why I'm one, I'm 100% certain that if this deal gets done, we're not going to get screwed, and neither is Green Bay. It's because the freaking coaches are best friends, dude. This is his best man at his wedding. He's yeah. not going to screw him over. He's going to hook him up. Yeah. He's going to be like, dude, this guy stinks. Don't You don't want him. <laughs> we should keep him. You want this pick. You're going to screw my franchise. I'm going to get fired. Like, they're like, dude, like, we want to help each other out here. We... There's a monumental time for us to actually help each other out. I got to get this guy to the building. <laughs> I need to start Jordan Love so I can keep my job. That's what LaFleur is saying. So I was like, if I don't make the playoffs, I'm dead, dude. No one's ever going to hire me again. Like, they, they're, 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 they're trying to help each other out. And it's so cool that they're just boys. Yeah. And about coaches, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's weird. They're both kind of in similar situations, but they're also both kind of like on the opposite ends. Like, to your point, we have money and picks. 
and they're kind of looking at it like we don't want to spend this money. We want to spend it on rebuilding because we have Jordan Love. So just give us a couple picks and pay the guy so we don't have to, so we could pay other people. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. So gun to head, though, they call you tomorrow, and they're like, we'll trade him right now, two first-round picks. Are you trading for two first-round picks for Rodgers? No, because it's a 13th pick. That's the most egregious thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, a 13th pick and next year's first and 60 million cash? Like, Woody Johnson be like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you so got, I'm, I'm going to be For bored. Lamar, are you trading two first-round picks? Are you signing the uh, the, the unconditional Lamar, non- yes. For Lamar, yeah. Why? What's yes. the difference between Lamar and Rodgers? Rodgers is way better at a quarterback than Lamar. But Aaron Rodgers, what's the best case scenario? He gives you two years, three, two Super Bowl runs. I'm just saying, Lamar Lamar is, is going to be here for ten years, a decade. I don't know about that, dude. He's hurt every year. You were just talking about with Jimmy G. Uh, I don't. Th- his, I do his, not his, think Lamar has ten years left of him. I think five. I think there's really? a chance Rodgers and Lamar play the exact same amount of remaining years. I don't, dude. If, if, <laughs> that, if that'd Aaron be Rodgers, crazy, dude. If Aaron Rodgers makes two deep playoff runs with the Jets and we come back to the table, we're like, dude, we'll give you $300 million for the next three years or four years. You don't think he's, he's thinking a, about it? No, he's on a one. He's on, he has, he's on the like the LeBron deals where he has like year after year. He's going to be going like with the option. He's going to get the Yeah, max. so if we're like, dude, we'll pay you $70 million a year, one-year deals. <laughs> yeah, as long but as something like, counts on the cap. Yeah, exactly, or whatever it is. Like, whatever the crazy get number is. As long as, we can, year, man. as long as we can pay, as long as Woody Johnson can cut him personally a $50 million check so it doesn't affect the cap, yeah. you can pay him whatever he wants. <laughs> and if yeah, you're Aaron Rodgers, you're signing up every year until your fucking body gives out. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I, me personally, though, I, I think... I, I have a tough time. I think I honestly would just trade the first round picks for Rodgers. I don't think we have to. I don't think we're going to have to. But dude, what do we? What are we going to do with a thirteenth round pick? Draft an offensive lineman that's going to be good, maybe not be good, but then we're going to go out there week one with Mike White. Okay, like, listen to this. Listen to this. If we if we trade that and we forget Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be our tackle? We got Mackay. He's going to die. Mackay Beckton. Okay, I hope I hope so. But don't tell me about injuries and telling Mackay Beckton is gonna protect Aaron Rodgers all year. We got Mackay Beckton. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Max Mitchell. coming back, dude. We got linemen. We're, we got second round picks, third round picks, fourth round picks. Joe Douglas has shown that he can draft. We was Max Mitchell fourth round pick last year. He can draft decent guys in the draft for the O line. We just I like your thing, like you said, just an escalating pick. It's like, dude, we're going to give you Every a second-round pick Aaron this Rogers year. plays for my team, you get a first-round pick. No problem, dude. No, that yeah. I'll sign up for every day. No matter, I'm told perpetuity. If he plays till he's 50, you can have a first-round pick every year with me. And like you said, it's like a first-round pick. We'll give you a second-round pick this year. And then going forward, it's a third-round pick for the next two years. If he plays more than 80% of the snaps, it's a second-round pick. If we make it to the divisional round of the playoffs, it's a first round pick. I mean, that would be sick. <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't know who the, on earth would put a uh, a winning two game playoff mania for the Jets. That would be that's that's somebody insane. But still, it's like if he plays eighty percent of the snaps, you're getting a second round pick. Like you can walk out of this deal with three second round picks. Like that's 
That's they have to sell a first round pick to their fan base. They have to sell a conditional first to their fan base. They have to sell, dude. I think there's a shot where they go out and they're like, dude, we saved a hundred million. Look at all the people we signed. Yeah. And they're back in the playoffs next year with Jordan Love. You were talking about it a couple weeks ago. You like Jordan Love. You think Jordan Love can be good? It's like, dude, what if they're back in the playoffs next year? What if they win the division next year? The Vikings, according to everyone, it looks like they were true, had a fluky season. The Bears aren't going to be good next season. The Lions, they're going to they're going to compete. I like that division, but, the, but yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a tough division, but the Packers your prediction? can win it. What, what's your prediction here for who is going to be the New York Jets quarterback week one? Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to say like in the next couple of weeks because we, who knows when. Number 12. Stuff. No, it's going to take time, but Aaron, number Aaron Rodgers. Every you legit think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Oh, it's that. I, dude, it's, it's that. It's Lamar Jackson. It's Derek Carr. And I think we have a legit shot at all three of those guys. I really do. Because to your point, it's like when, like, like again, when you talk about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers saying that he he doesn't want to go to a rebuilding team, so you cross out the Houston Texans. To me, it's like I don't really see like the Vegas Raiders and the Jets as like head and shoulders better than the Texans. I know we had more wins. I know we looked a lot better in the beginning part of the season when everyone was healthy. But then when you hear him talk about it on the Pat McAfee show, it's like it seems like he thinks we have weapons. It seems like he saw us two years ago and was like, you guys just don't have weapons on offense. Your defense is good, (laughs) but your offense just needs weapons. And then the next year we went out and got the weapons. To me, that sounds like he's been watching. He's been keeping an eye and he sees what we're up to. Again, we smoked them in green in Lambeau. So it's tough to kind of not keep an eye when Sauce Gardner's almost picked 60 on the first drive. I don't know, Michael. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. I, I really all do right. think it so seems that's, that's like That's what you think? You think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr? That's your realistic. And I think we have a legit shot at all three. I'm going to go. Think it's gonna, I think it's going to be one of those three. Is it a disaster if it's not? Yep. If we have a shot. If something comes out and like Rodgers like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. And Lamar Jackson signs a big-time contract. And the only option we have is Derek Carr. And we don't sign Derek Carr, then it's not a disaster. But if we have a legit shot at all three guys, well, who's going to be hit, there? Uh, stay there, stay there, stay there. Who, who? Then what? If we miss on all three, yeah, this is the exact scenario because that's very realistic. Then what? I don't know. Honestly, don't know. Like and comment. <laughs> let us know in the comments, what you think? Let us know what you think in the comments because honestly, I have absolutely no idea. I don't think right. it's Ryan. So Last question. What's your prediction on this Aaron Rodgers trade? Because that's your that's your number one. Then. What do you mean? I think it gets done. Do you think like? No, no, no. What is it? What is it? Yeah. I don't know. Going in, going to this, going into this podcast, I was like, it was gonna be a first. I think it was gonna be. I thought I was thinking it was gonna be one first round pick. I thought it was gonna be this year's first round pick and next year's like second or third. Dude, if they take our thirteenth pick, get out of our face and don't even look back. Ask me for a single other thing. If, if that's like if 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 you want the thirteenth pick this year, and that's the only thing you're doing, take it and go away. <laughs> like don't okay. ask me for anything else. What's the thirteenth yeah. pick of the draft? Yeah, I mean we've we connected on two guys in the top ten last year, so you can definitely have a, a franchise changing pick in the top thirteen. Um, all right. Yeah. So if that's it, if it's just a first round pick, I'm all for it. 
I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a second. Uh, yeah, second or a third. If it's a second, then I think it's like two. It's like this year's second, next year's second, or yeah, it's like this year's maybe second, first, this year's fourth, and next year's third. Right, you know, so then it's like then it could be like a package, but yeah, I mean, thirteenth pick here. is no joke. Yeah, facts, facts. All right, Greg. I think that wraps it up for another Jets episode of the Nick Jets Etc. podcast. You know yes, what sir. it is. Thank you for tuning in. We are available on all social media platforms. We are uh, Facebook, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter. You name it, we are there. TikTok, don't forget the kids. TikTok. And TikTok, right? We are also on DailyNicks.com. We're on the JetPress.com. And of course, Nick's comment, Jets comment, ETC period on our YouTube. Like and subscribe. Let us know what you think of this new video format we got going on. Let us know what you think of this rundown, what we got going on. You know, we had some technical difficulties here. Yeah, we're trying new things out. On the audio, let us know what you think. If it, if it sounds a little different, uh, if, you, if you like the pace of this a little bit better, a little bit more organized, just for this offseason, let us know what you think. That's about it, man. Greg, any last thoughts? Yeah, one last thought. I was checking out the Jet Press today. I was looking at Shadows at Justin Freed over there who writes a ton of stuff. Um, in the betting sections, you know, again, winning picks weekly. Go check out the podcast we have on the uh, YouTube channel as well. Then obviously we have our own podcast for it, anywhere podcasts are available. He had the odds there, the odds shot down for Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson odds on favorite to be a Jet next season. Better odds than signing with the Ravens. Better odds than going to any other team. Does Vegas know something? Does New York just bet a lot? So they're kind of lowering their exposure on it. I don't know. I will know the Jets were the favorites for Watson at some point. Yeah, that's a good point, too. That's a good point, too. But Vegas doesn't move lines for no reason. Vegas moves line for a reason. So what was the reason behind it? What's going on here? One last thing, John. Do you think we get an announcement before the Super Bowl on any of this stuff? So it was funny. Like, Aaron Rodgers made a note of that. He's like, dude, this stuff is... He's like, if they told me that they needed an answer in two weeks, I would have gave them an answer in two weeks. Right. So Pat McAfee was like, they're both kind of alluding to like, if they were going to do this, why don't they just tell me? I'll make, like, we would have done this early. Like, don't, and I was just like, please don't make this ugly. Please don't make this weird. Like, I really want this to be good. I'm all over your Hall of Fame. Like, I, I, I own the Bucks. Like, let me, like, let this be cool if you guys want to move on. Yep. He even mentioned specifically, why didn't this happen during the bye week? He's like, usually this stuff happens during like the, the Pro Bowl week. The bonus is due in March, dude. We have to sign an yeah. OC. Things things have to get rolled. We might have to sign two off it. You know, we, we might be making a whole staff. Maybe that's why we're interviewing 20 people. Like Nathaniel Hackett to be the red zone guy. But we only fired the offensive coordinator. So, I mean, no, we, we did fire the whole staff. So, yeah, on the offense side, yeah. So, yeah, we, we're building, man. We got, maybe that's why they're talking to Joe Brady, Hackett. Who knows? Maybe Roman will come. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Knows, Sounds good. But yeah, you, you spoke about bets. Don't forget to check out Winning Picks Weekly on the Knicks Common Jets Common ATC period YouTube. It's one of the playlists. We got the <laughs> NFC AFC Championship games rolling here. Got some wacky parlays. 
That's we'll about Super it, Bowl man. Prop bets. We'll have Super Bowl prop bets for Super Bowl week. Oh, it's going to be incredible. The big the game. Big game the big game. The big it's gonna game. Be, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> Let's go, Jets.